this is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. Happy New Year, all you cool cats and kittens. This week's episode, we have The Miz on the spotlight. Was he the most accomplished for the ruthless aggression era? Then we have the 1992 Royal Rumble was the greatest of all time. Changed my mind. And of course, in our hot tag news, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bill Goldberg. Who were you turning in to see on the Monday Night Wars? All this and more with your host, Rick Surround III, Tony Diaz, Elio Canella, and Miguel Cole on a new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast. Meow. For shizzle, my nizzle. For sheezy, my kneezy. <laughs> Boy, I, I really hope we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> oh, man. Drop it like it's hot, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know, I noticed there was a lot of uh, uh, Tiger King references there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was I mean, bad. if there was anything... That started 2020. I think Tiger King is the one that really shit the bed and messed up everything for everybody. You think so? Yeah. I mean, well, not really. Maybe I'll change my mind on that. No, it brought people together is what I feel like. Because it was the beginning of the pandemic. Everybody was just like, yeah. um, Did you see the Tiger King? Did she kill her husband? What is this? (laughs) Well, I, I started seeing that in the, like, I started seeing the memes. And then I started seeing the one meme that's still going out today is the one where he's pointing at you. And then he goes, you know who did it, right? Carl fucking Baskin. <laughs> Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> I was just, and and I, I'm like, all right, what is this? What's going on? And then I started seeing more Tiger King references. Uh, the fact that, that song. The what? They had that song. They made up by Carol Baskin. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, fuck that one more time, I just scream. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going on, and then finally I broke down and I said, You know what? I, I gotta watch it. What the hell is it? <laughs> and I watched it, and, and all I can do was shake my head. That's all you can do. That's all you can, especially when he can me. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I was like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, but what's more of a shake? What's a more of a shake my head moment? Carol Baskins or Snoop Dogg jumping off the turn turnbuckle? <laughs> that should be the question. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. No. Snoop Dogg, man. I mean, uh, we'll talk about it when we get to you. <laughs> oh my god, that's just bad. That is just bad. Anyway. Should we start the show? Yeah, let's get started. <laughs> All right, so let's get started with uh, this week's spotlight. Rick, go ahead. Yes, we got The Miz. Is he the most accomplished superstar of the Ruthless Aggression era? Now, r- let's remember, the Ruthless Aggression era has people like Randy Orton, mm-hmm. Edge, Batista, John Cena. Is The Miz 
in that area? Is he uh, uh, with them? I, I don't know. I, you know, there's one thing in common with all four of those guys that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. They've all won the Royal Rumble. Okay. Okay. They've all been champions, WWE World Heavyweight Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have the Intercontinental title. The others have the U.S. title. They, some of them were tag team champions. You know, the mm-hmm. Miz has had all those titles. He's been a, he's a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, he's missed the money in the bank twice. Mm-hmm. No matter how many way you look at it, mm-hmm. the man has made movies. Everybody on that list has made movies that I said in the top four. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Is the Miz the most accomplished, or does he belong with those guys as one of the big five of the ruthless aggression era? He's still going. Him and Randy Orton are the only two still going. Yeah. So does that make the Miz the most accomplished? Of the ruthless aggression era, no. Wow, no. Why not? I don't know because I want. I guess I want to see more out of it. Then, if 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 he's going to be put in that category, I think he needs to do more. Um, I mean, he just actually he did just win the Money in the Bank, kind of. Um, uh, to me, it's like he had a lot of ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see. Uh, I think he's even with those guys. Okay, um, which is saying at, a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, but I, you look at between him and Randy Orton right now are the two more active ones right now, right? Yes. I think Randy Orton's done a lot more than The Miz. Okay? Wow. I really okay. do. Um, I think The Miz should be along the lines with them, but I don't think he's like the the one that peaked over them. I don't know. Uh, okay. No, I mean it depends on what he does in his next what. I mean, how, how old is Miz, anyways? Miz is forty. Forty. So he's got what five five years? Yeah. Maybe? Six. And I guess we'll see what he does in those six years. If he like, if he wins multiple heavyweight titles or the Universal, then then I would start to think. All right. Well, maybe Miz is the, probably the best one they had out of that era. But, I mean, yeah, that's the one thing on his resume that is a lot less than everybody else. He's a right. one-time heavyweight champion. Yeah. But he is an eight-time intercontinental champion, mm-hmm. an eight-time tag team champion, a two-time U.S. champion, mm-hmm. two-time Money in the Bank winner. He won the Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah. He yeah. was a 25th Triple Crown winner. He mm-hmm. was the fifth Grand Slam champion. He's won two Slammy Awards, most improved in 2008 and 2009, and was the tag team of the year in 2008. Okay. That's a lot of good things. That is. I'm not going to take that away. He was never the PWI wrestler of the year. <laughs> well, do you know his highest rank down there? No, I don't have. Like, Tony, come on, man. You, I got all these other numbers for you. you, you and you're gonna, you damn right. And you're going to ask me that? <laughs> I asked the one question that I know that you're not going to have. But uh... <laughs> Elio, what are your thoughts on The Miz? Is he up there with these guys as... Well, um, you just listed all those uh, accomplishments. Yeah. yeah, so I, I'd say, uh, as far as those like athletes go, I, I'd say he's he's up there. Like, but yeah, um, like I said, he's a one-time uh, WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wanna like if he does like more, I can I can see. Uh, 
I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, yeah, uh, with uh, all those accomplishments, I'm gonna say, yeah, he's up there, like in the upper mid card. But is okay. he the best one on, out of that era? I wouldn't say the best one. Like, uh, if he does, like, like you said, if he does more, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the money in the bank. Yeah. So, like, when's he gonna cash that in and yeah. actually like uh, do it? Because yeah, the <laughs> last time he cashed it in. It didn't count. Yeah. Actually, funniest thing. I've made a huge mistake, and I'm glad you asked me, Tony. The Miz was number one in 2011. In 2011? PWI, number one. Make no mistake. Uh. (laughs) That was the cover. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was a cover. I didn't say that. But wow. wow. So what that. does that change your mind? No. Elio? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'm gonna yeah, he's up or mid card uh, to wow. like actually to actually be up there like with them. Like he's even, but uh I'm just I wanna see more like with uh, the years he's got left. You know but, what? I I'm gonna blow your minds. I'm gonna do it. Okay. The Miz is the most accomplished from that era. Mm-hmm. He is. Championship wise, he is most, most hands down. I know he wasn't the the biggest champion of all time with the WWE Championship okay. or the World Heavyweight Championship, but you know what? Who was Roddy yeah. Piper? Wasn't Jake the Snake? Wasn't and and they're legends. Yeah, The Miz in its own right. You're talking about two a, different eras, though. Right? There. I understand that, Tony. I understand, <laughs> but in his own right, he's a legend, and and I think Ooh, people need, yes. No. Do you hear the accomplishments that I just did? Roddy Piper ever win the PWI? Well, I don't think it existed. <laughs> it <then. wasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it, it is what it is, man. It is an accomplishment. It's huge. It is. He belongs up there. If if you're not gonna say that he's the most accomplished, what you can say is he belongs in the top five with those guys: Randy Orton, Edge, John yeah. Cena, and Batista yeah. from that era. He, he does. Um, but you got to also remember too. Look what Randy Orton's doing. That's you know, true. You're going to tell me that the Miz is doing more than what Randy Orton is doing? No, no. But I want to. I really do. <laughs> I really do. You guys know. You guys know. Yeah. I have a love hate relationship with the Miz mm-hmm. for years. You I converted me to like the Miz. I converted you to like him. And well, I, I would say love him because the way you were acting with them was no, no, his like, I, I, I've heard every there. episode of WPOV. I, I, I heard when Tony was uh, was like in the Miz, Rick hated the Miz, and then he did the double turn. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I remember that. That's right, there yes. was a double turn, but, but uh, yeah, for me, you know what, I'm gonna change my mind again. This is the change my mind episode. The Miz is number two. Randy Orton is definitely the most accomplished out of all of them. You know, Randy Orton is still going. He's a 14-time champ. I would put The Miz above... Wow, can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to put The Miz above Edge. I'm going to put The Miz above Batista. Ah, I can't put him above John Cena, though. All right, Miz at number three. above Orton, either. Yeah, Orton is number one. John Cena is number two. Miz, number three. Batista, Edge number four, Batista number five from that yeah, I would, era. I would switch. I would switch Batista, uh, not Batista. I would switch Edge and the Miz and put them at four. I would put Edge on number four. And wait, no, you put Miz think? at four. 
Yeah, yeah, and put I would put Edge at number three. Okay, especially and, and especially because of the simple fact that you know, look what he did last year at the Royal Rumble. Nobody was expecting him to come back. You yeah. know, unfortunately, he would have had a longer career. Oh, of course, if that didn't happen. But to overcome that and then show up at the Royal Rumble and get the pop that he did, everybody was crying. Josh Sanders must have went through two boxes of tissues, and so and I mean, with the with six the, bottles you know, of lotion. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> so, but would you really mean to tell me that? Um, the Miz would get that same type of reaction? No, because you know why? Because the Miz was never hurt. <laughs> the Miz has busted his ass for years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elio, so right sure. now, Tony, what you're saying is that the Miz is in your Mount Rushmore for greatest of all time in the Ruthless Aggression era. No, not yet. You just put him into number four. <laughs> yeah, but the, how many heads are on the Mount Rushmore? There's four Five. heads on Mount Rushmore. Then he There's still four, wouldn't be four. on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elio, is he in your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I'd put him up there with the, that list that you just ran off. Yeah, I'd put him there. All right, so who are you taking out? Because you got Orton, John Cena, Batista, and Edge. Who are you removing to put the Miz in? I'd remove, I'd remove Batista. Damn, Batista, the animal. He removed him. <laughs> oh, I know Dave Batista. I'm gonna call him up so he can fuck Elio up. <laughs> wow, so much animosity. Clay Cummings he commented and said definitely has done a lot in the in and outside the ring, but I wouldn't say most accomplished. Miz is definitely underrated, though, in my opinion. That right. comment I agree with. Yeah. I do. Listen, I do. man. If he makes another Marine movie, we gotta say he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> no, you can't, yo. The number one of the Marine movies wasn't even that good. Yeah. So, well, what you can say is a lot of ruthless aggression people were in the Marine. John Cena. Yeah. Randy Randy Orton. Orton. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, oh, no, no. Not Randy. Was Randy Orton? Yeah. He did a Marine. He did? I thought it was Ted DiBiase Jr. No, he did. Uh, uh, Ken Ken Anderson did one. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that one. Did he do was it that one or behind enemy lines? Something like that. It, it was something. Listen, they all made movie bad movies. Yeah, that they we can say. Terrible. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I think honestly, I think the one that John Cena did that was probably the best one they did. 12 rounds. Oh, oh the, the, the original oh, the Marines? Marines, yeah, Marine, yeah. The original, yeah. 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 The I original. thought you were saying the one that made the best movies. I mean, Batista, hands down, did not. Yeah, the Batista, best. Well, I don't know, Batista, Batista's not that bad. I honestly, in my opinion, I don't like when he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think, wow. I mean, I get, I get the character. I do, I knew I do, but I just didn't like him in that role. Did you see Stuber? I, 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 I that was okay, but the one that I honestly that I did like was uh, the one with the spot, the spy, the spy the movie. Girl. Yes, yeah, that, one. Kid. that one yes. was good. That one that was, was really good. Um, All right. I think if if we want to go that route as far as actors go and that are wrestlers, I think Batista did do better as yeah. far as movies goes. John Cena's movies, they're not <laughs> bad. He's still to me, he's still too much robotic, you know. <laughs> and it looks like he's just reading lines. There's no fixing that. There's no- yeah, I mean, I. If I have to really wait a minute, what about The Rock though? The Rock. No, the, I mean The Rock is the greatest of all time. Yeah. But I mean, the from the ruthless good. aggression era, and the, Batista's um, the best, the better yeah, one. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really saying much either, which is yeah, sad. that's true. So, all um, right, 
Yeah, so we'll if, move on if, from the spotlight. Good yeah, job. yeah. Again, if anybody else want to do a spotlight or want us to talk about a certain spotlight, drop us a line on our Facebook page, and uh, of course, we'll definitely talk about it. All right, let's go into um, another poll, our Facebook post, actually. Sorry, um, that you posted uh, about the uh, Royal Rumble because this is the Royal Rumble month. And uh, if I say Royal Rumble too many goddamn times, I'm going to buck you out of shit. Um, <laughs> so, Rick, you were itching yes. to post this, I yes. see. And you yes. did. And the 1992 like Royal Rumble is the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Changed my mind with a tear in my eye. This mm-hmm. is the greatest day of my life. Ric Flair said that in 1992 when he won the Royal Rumble from the number three spot. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The commentary on that Royal Rumble was second to none. Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan having a stroke on the damn set, <laughs> just saying, oh, I need some water. Oh, God. Thank you, Piper. It's not a skirt. It's not a skirt. It's a kilt. And then when he turns, it is a skirt. It is. It was just legendary. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan. Um, just the storytelling in the Rumble itself. The Rumble itself is not easy to tell stories, but they were able to do that. Yeah. Macho Man eliminating himself in the Rumble I, to get Jake the Snake. Come on. I tell you, though, a lot of people were saying that um, because of Bobby Heenan's commentary throughout the Royal Rumble, is what made the Royal Rumble too. Like they, exactly. they were saying, if it wasn't for him, that would have been like an average Royal Rumble. That's that's what a lot of people. I heard a lot of people say it. Of course, like we got a lot of comments on this too. Yeah. Um, uh, you want before we get into that? That's Elio. Is the '92 Royal Rumble the greatest of all time? So you want me to change your mind? I don't think I can because I'm gonna have to agree <laughs> because because Royal, first of all, Royal Rumble is one of my favorite pay per views of the year. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. Um, yeah, ninety-two. I remember that Royal Rumble, and that they used uh, back then. It, there was no seven p.m. They used to have like four p.m. in the afternoon. So yes. Like, so it used to be like more special. Used yes, to that's feel right. More special that back then, and I remember every pay per view. My neighbor across the street had satellite. She'd invite me, and my brothers over, and we'd go and watch it, and I'd hang out with her cousins, and we'd all make our predictions on the matches. Nice. So, yeah, I thought, I think this was uh, one of the, probably one of the best Royal Rumbles. Nice. No wonder yes, you do well in the pay per view points game. Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing it for years. <laughs> Shit. Well, he he's the inventor of it. We just didn't give him credit for it. That's right. <laughs> you know he's with us right now, Rick. He's gonna want oh, royalties now. <laughs> but yeah, you know that Royal Rumble. They didn't have theme music, so you just had that. That bell, that clanging bell, like, all right, who's next? Two, one. <laughs> it was just like, all right, oh, it's Berserker. Oh, what's he gonna do? Oh, it's Rick the Model Martel. Oh my god, come on, it's the Undertaker. It was just Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It was, yo, and also on. one of the best part, the classic Royal Rumble themes. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. burgundy apron and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And come on, yeah. man. The burgundy and yellow. 
Yes, loved it. Loved it. Tony, let's hear some comments. All right. Steven uh, Roberg. Oh, you're not going to like this one, Rick. He says it's definitely bah, definitely not. I don't know why so many people insist that it is. 1990 was better. 2004 was better. 2006 mm. was better. And mm. more were better, in my opinion. Wow. So he said 90, that's Hogan's first win. Yep. He said 2004, that's Benoit. And 2006 was Rey Mysterio. Yep. yep. No. No. I have my top three. I'm going to go 92... Mm. 90 and 91. Wow. So you went Flair, Hogan, Hogan. Well, yeah, huh? yeah. Like the first uh the first three years of the 90s. Well, like okay. the first uh three rumbles of the 90s. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, yeah, Mysterio was like number two. He lasted over an hour. Yeah. I think he broke Rick Flair's record. He did. Benoit was number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hogan was Hogan. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 no, you didn't change my mind. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> Kevin Curry said 2004 Royal Rumble, my personal favorite, was the year Chris Benoit won it from number one entry. Uh, James Lysby, he responded to him and he said, I was there in person. It was a sketchy card. Kevin <laughs> uh, Curry responded back to him saying, HBK versus Triple H, last man standing match was awesome. They went back and forth. They were talking about the whole card. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jake Green Greenard, he said, it's really good, but 2001 is my personal favorite, and Kane should have won. Yes, 2001 was good. Kane eliminated like 13 people, 12 people. 12. Was, 12. was that where you eliminated Jim Carrey? Yeah, I think so, <laughs> yes. And then Austin Austin ended up winning for the third time. I went yeah, to, to that. I went to uh, 2001 Rumble at the movie theaters. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they, they had like this wrestling trivia. So, like, I answered every question, and they're like, oh, We have five winners coming to pick up your tickets on Saturday, the day before the Rumble. <laughs> Jesus. Learn something new every day about you. <laughs> Harris Submarinian. That's an odd name. Uh, all the Rumbles have had its flaws. I'm not entirely convinced that 92's Rumble was the best as it had a really stupid finish that materialized the wrong way. Hogan should have clearly turned heel. No. And then, of course, somebody responded. Oh, that was too early. That was, that's too early. Saying, he ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying because no. that was, no, that was a great finish. That was a great finish yeah. because, go ahead, Elio. Explain no, why it was a great finish. It, 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 it was too early for Hogan to turn heel. Yeah. It was There's too no way late. to do that. Too early. Oh, too early. I thought you said too yeah. early. No, no, it was too early for him. It was like the 90s. Hogan mm-hmm. was still, yeah. Joe Espinol. He says, my f- absolute favorite Royal Rumble. Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon were gold that night. I'm soaking wet. I need a drink. Hey, you stupid. Get me some water. Bobby Heenan. <laughs> <laughs> You know, even reading it like that, I still cracked up. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Smith said 92 was loaded and had the best commentary, but 2001 was a tad better. I still go back and watch both, though, from time to time. So this mm. guy stuck between that one and 2001. Uh, awesome Jed Mar- win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jed Marshall said, I did rewatch 91 last night and it was better than I remembered. Kind of wish the model was in the final three, though, and Bulldog threw knobs out instead. That's true. 
I agree with that. They should have, like, the model broke the record. He should have been in the top three. Bobby Modella, he said, definitely top three. Heenan and Monsoon were amazing. Flair had the greatest Royal Rumble performance of all time. The man never took a break. He never hit in the corner. He never left the ring, which is true. Yes, this is which a lot is different. True. Yep. He went out. He went all out for an hour plus. Changed my mind. It's true. I Bobby never say that part again. That's ours. Uh, Gavin McIntyre. I wonder if he's related to Drew. Drew. He Flair's. He says Flair's promo after the match was directed at WCW. Go take a look, and it's epic. Is that true? Because I don't remember. I don't know. Because he said it was the greatest day of his life. So maybe. Hmm. But if it was a shot at WCW, it should have been something kind of referencing that, right? Yeah. I don't know. You would think, anyways. Yeah. John Austin, um, it was di- it was different than the two before it. I remember Sid throwing Hulk out, and the crowd cheered. But watch the videotape a few months later, and cheers were dubbed out. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that. Is that one of those? Um, not an urban legend, but uh, what do they call it? Conspiracy theories. Yeah, conspiracy theories. No, I mean, it, so apparently it did happen. Apparently it did. They they cheered for Hogan getting eliminated. I mean, who wants to see somebody win three Royal Rumbles in a row? I don't. True. Like, especially listen. Say what you will about Austin. Austin did not deserve to win three Royal Rumbles. I'm sorry. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. Dennis Moore said, "Why? You're correct with that statement." So he likes it. <laughs> John Fitzgerald said, those are supposed to be controversial takes. You're not doing it right. <laughs> because what? he agrees with us is what he's saying. It's okay. supposed to be controversial, but it's not. Oh, all right. All right sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just scrolling through because there was a lot of comments, and I really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, Tim Matofin, he said, I hate it. I hate how it buried Flair's title win by using it to set up Hogan versus Sid. Loses no. points for that with me. Is he right? Yeah. No, yeah. WrestleMania 8 was pretty bad with the main event. Oh, well, but Jeffrey Connors responded to him. He said uh, to Tim, he said, I totally disagree. That's just nonsense. The show ended with Flair celebrating and his interview at the end. uh, The entire rumble was about Flair. The entire pay-per-view, he was the main topic. It's true. Um, Yeah. And then Tim responded back to him. He says, what was the main event of WrestleMania 8? (laughs) Damn. We get that, but like we're not talking went, about that. These guys went back and forth for a while. Wow, I'm not reading all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Drew Do. <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh. It said, uh, it would have made more sense to have Flair number one, not three. The only wrestler not in the ring with him was DiBiase. That was a shame. Well, I'll tell you this. What happened was... They knew about Rick Serrano the third, and they said, "Flair, we want you to go in number three. Flair wanted to be number one, but then they said, "Listen, there's this kid out there, Rick Serrano the third." <laughs> oh, is that what you don't know okay. this, but he's gonna have a show later on, <laughs> and we want you to be number three for Rick Serrano the third. So it's Ooh, like a Rick. Rick in the third thing, and Ooh, uh, Rick. Rick Flair was like, I- "I'll do it." I'll do it. Woo. I'll do it. He said it just like that. Woo. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) This is before he went, woo. He just went, woo. He went, woo. Woo. (laughs) Woo, Rick. Woo. I got you. I got you. (laughs) 
Well, it seems like you got a fan, Rick, because uh, Gregory Moreau said, won't change your mind when you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. But then, of course, you got a hater, Steve Sullivan. He said, uh, Flair wasn't getting over. He sucked. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Who, who can honest, – honestly, who can watch that Royal Rumble and say Flair sucked? It, listen, <laughs> do, do I think Flair is slightly overrated? Yeah, yeah, but that Royal Rumble and at that time, you got to give the guy his credit, and that was amazing. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Art Blanda, I think he might be the hater comment this week. He just said, "I just shit my pants, changed my mind." So <laughs> I think he just wanted to comment, just to comment, and uh, there you go. You got your the, the attention you deserve, but not in a good way. Wow. Oh not man, what's his name? Um, hold on, I gotta scroll back. <clears throat> Art Blanda. Art Blanda, you are the hater comment of the week. Hater alert! Wow. Yeah. You mm-hmm. haven't done that in a long fucking time. No, I mean, we haven't picked you, one in a long time. <laughs> but you guys also are just acting like I don't, I'm not part of the show anymore because Elio is here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. He's better than you in every way. Okay. Jeff Fry said it wasn't a great day for the Road Warriors. Title matches were all good. Intercontinental title match was certainly up for match of the night with the WWF title. Yes. Um, A lot of people agreed with you, Rick. A lot of them didn't. Um, (laughs) This one's funny. Kevin Baldwin, he says, trying to change your mind wouldn't be fair to Flair. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, guys. 92. You know, there was a lot of... You know, there was a lot of comments that said uh, Undertaker 2007 Royal Rumble was better. Some people said uh, John Cena returning in 2008 was better. Some people said that uh, uh, Triple H in 2002 was better. Mm -hmm. One guy said 2018 with Shinsuke Nakamura was better. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, guys, what are we doing? Come (laughs) on. John Cena's pop, though, I remember that. I'll tell you that. I was on the train going home, and – one of the stops I had to pass through was Madison Square Garden, and I just see a whole bunch of people get on the train, and they're just like, oh, my God, that was crazy. And I wasn't really watching wrestling then. And I was like, "Who? oh, it was the Royal Rumble. Who won? And it's like, John Cena. I said, but John Cena was hurt. And like, but he came back in four months. And I was just like, oh, no. But, yeah, that was my experience <laughs> with that Royal Rumble. But 92 uh, was clearly the best, man. Just a few more comments, and then we'll move on from this subject. Luke Christian says, I can't really decide between 92 and 97. 97 was Austin's first. So, yeah. Uh, Bill Walkowitz, this is probably the dumbest fucking comment, but he says, Super Class 85 was better for many reasons. That's not what we're asking. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Elio. <laughs> Took but my Elio's- line. Say it one more time with a little anger behind it. That's not what we were asking. <laughs> exactly. Elio oh, said so. Jesus, man. And finally, George Max Davis. He said 1992 is head and shoulders above every rumble, period. In my opinion, there's no argument, but I'll debate all day. Let's go. So there you go, Rick. <laughs> Let's go. He says debate him. Debate him. Oh, man. Tony. Uh, what, what's what's your pick for greatest rumble of all time? Is ninety two there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But there is a Royal Rumble. Um, there, there's a lot of them though. That's just the thing. And I would have to. It would take me about a week to watch all all of them. 
and to say, oh, you know what, they're right. You know, because there's a lot of good points that these guys had about they're taking the Royal Rumble, except for that one idiot. Um, but it it can't, it, it is, okay, but I can't think of any other one. But like, because I like the Austin one. That yeah. one was pretty cool. I like the John Cena. That was that was unpredictable. And I was like, holy shit. But then I, I was also mad. Um would I have to say the greatest Royal Rumble of all time? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them that's close to it. But um, yeah, you I know, I'm shocked. I'm what? shocked nobody mentioned HBK <laughs> with the skin in the cat when he came back over the top rope and uh, kicked a bulldog out because bulldog yeah. thought he won. Yeah, that was, that was a that's great up one. there though. Yeah, that is up there. Sean also. Sean was the first from number one to win it all. Um, yes. he won back to back. Uh, yes. first to win back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm shocked we didn't see any Oscar, Becky Lynch, or Charlotte's, you know, true. But I think the reason why is because they just started. Is yeah. it an excuse? Nah, it's not. But I, I, I mean, they just literally, I mean, how long ago was it when the women started doing it? Three years. So, yeah. was there really a memorable one in, the, in those three years? Oh no, they've been all bad. (laughs) You know what? If I have to, if I really do have to pick, I have to pick the one where Beth Phoenix was on it. Yes, that was last year. She got busted open and she still kept going. That's why Beth Phoenix is one of my tops. She's always one of my top favorites. Um, I think the women's got to be in a separate category, you think? Yeah. You know, I I think think you really have to compare them to what the guys have been doing. Is that really fair? Yeah, I would say so. I would say, yeah, it's not fair because you got 30 plus years ahead of the three. Yeah. They had, so. Yeah. So 30 and yeah, that's a big difference there. But if I do have to pick so far, uh, the one last year was my favorite one because of Beth Phoenix and, and Bianca Belair and Bianca Belair. Yeah. yeah. And that, and I think that's another thing too, is the fact that they started to incorporate people, uh, wrestlers from NXT. Yes. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So, all right. So, again, if you guys have any kind of post that you want us to put up or even put it up on our Facebook page, your damn selves, don't be lazy and uh, write it, uh, <laughs> post it on there. They, 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 they can. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, put it on our Facebook page and uh, or Twitter or uh, Instagram. And we have yes. all that. And just write it down and we'll talk about it on the show. And Either MySpace. In MySpace, that's right. MySpace is coming, uh, making a comeback. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face, but um, yeah, <laughs> that, uh, either for us or the wrestling POV global guys, and uh, they'll, they'll talk about it too on their show. Uh, with that being said, Rick, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right, our good friend Bushwhacker Luke turned 74 years old. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking of Royal Rumbles, wasn't Luke the one that had the shortest before Santino? Um, no. Wait, was it? Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. it was because he was doing this, right? Yeah, he was. You know, he was like out. he normally does. And then think it was he a warlord. It was a warlord that eliminated him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he did the same thing, walking out. He just didn't give us like he just kept going yeah. like. This. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Hart, who was also part of the 92 Royal Rumble, uh, turned 77 years old. Is that man ever going to lose hair? Wait, he's 77? 77. And he still has that hair? 
Yeah, <laughs> he still looks is, the same. Is it plugs or something? What'd you say, Elio? He still looks the same. He still looks the same. I'm starting to think, what the hell is he doing? I mean, you remember Legend's House? The guy was always yes. messing with his hair yeah. and everything. And... But but you would think after a while, you know, it happens with men and women too. You know, every time you brush in your hair, it started happening to me. But every time you brush your hair back, you know, hey baby, this is what I'm gonna do for you right now. I'm gonna put some hairspray and I'm gonna put it in my hair. Oh my god, Jimmy Hart is here, baby. <laughs> is he ever? I mean, even just watching him on Legends Night, it was. I'm like, are you kidding me? This guy is never gonna lose his hair. No, is that uh, his like thing? That's his thing. You know, the hair and the not, mustache. Not the bullhorn. <laughs> it should be the bullhorn. It at this be, point. you would think, but I think it's his hair. I mean, he loves it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talented guy, though. Legend in his own right. Um, Bobby Roode turns 43. Are you serious? Yeah, so 43. Tag titles. Spoiler alert. I mean, happy birthday. And last but not least, uh, Tony's favorite, Darby Allen turns 28 years old. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. How old? 28. All right. Sure. <laughs> oh man, that's about how, how much he weighs, and we'll get into that. <laughs> right. <laughs> With that all being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. I spit in the face. No, he doesn't. And he did. <laughs> Carlito did not appear because he didn't want it on Legends Night because he didn't want to travel across the country. For a two-minute cameo, um, he said if he was gonna be, <laughs> he said if he was gonna be wrestling, then he would have been part of it. Um, he has a point. He does have a point. Um, but is he gonna appear at the Royal Rumble? I mean, this is what people have been wanting for a long fucking time. Carlito, yeah. just fucking go, man. Actually, this has been part that was part of my rumors too a long time ago. Yeah, I have to say about a year and a half now. Yeah, we want you back. Yeah, I think he should. Oh, baby, give me one more chance. <laughs> come on, we don't. Did the colognes come back though? <laughs> he comes. No, back. no, <laughs> no. Make a difference. No. <laughs> Him and Primo Epico. No, just Carlito. Carlito. Just, just Carlito, come back. Huh? Carlito, come back. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I appreciate him um, making that statement. And yeah. Just goes to show you, you're not going to use me like that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. He is right. I agree with him. Elio, Carlito, back of the Rumble. It's possible. Uh, that's the that's the that's one thing I like about the Royal Rumble. It's all the surprises. Yeah, that yeah. would be a good surprise. And maybe oh. maybe they negotiated that and maybe. said, yeah, you know, hey, we'll bring you back and uh, we'll make sure that uh, you're in the Royal Rumble. You ain't gonna win it, but we'll put you in it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Royal Rumble winners, uh, Becky Lynch, she changes her Twitter bio to back to work. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, damn. Just had a baby. She just <laughs> it out. And now she is ready <laughs> to go. Now, what was it from Impractical Jokers? Slurp? No. Slurp. Slurp. Slush. 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 It's something like that. Something it was just, like, yeah. Speaking of impractical jokers, they had a, a nice thing at the end of their recent episode uh, for uh, John and Huber. They had oh, really? Yeah. 
because they were right. big fans. But Sal was a huge fan of his. Because remember, yeah, on Impractical Jokers, he would wear his shirt. So. Yeah, my shirt came in actually. Nice. I bought one. Um. Uh, so yeah, Becky Lynch back to work. Are we excited? Yeah, I because okay. you know I think we put this comment out there uh, last year sometime about um, without Becky is the women's division you know still going strong and uh, I'm kind of I actually you know what I, I missed Charlotte I missed Becky I do okay. um, but but they her this return from her it's got to be done right. It's got to yeah. be done right. Um, for some reason, and I get why WWE does these things, uh, spoiling people coming back. I, I mean, man, let me ask both of you guys. We'll start with Elio first. Do you guys rather have WWE uh, spoil the fact that somebody's coming back, or would you rather be surprised and be like, oh, shit, she's back? Which no, one? I'd, rather, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rick? I mean, obviously, I want to be surprised. I mean, who doesn't like a good surprise? I mean, unless you're 90 years old with heart conditions. Now, let me. Everybody <laughs> like. <laughs> That's true. Now, let me. I'm going to ask you again. We'll start with Rick, then Elio. What if you own WWE? Vince, it's not Vince. And you own WWE, and you got to look at it as a business standpoint and a ratings catcher. Would you still do do it that way, or would you uh, say, you know what, I got to spoil this that way people can watch my show? Business wise, I would do vignettes and saying how she's coming back and she'll be back on this week. I, I honestly, I think I get the surprise factor for the fans, but if you want more people to watch, you say Becky Lynch is back in two weeks mm. and do it that way. That's where yeah. I look at it. Yeah, vignettes uh, work better than just like completely uh, spoiling the surprise. Wow, I you know what? For me, I'm still sticking with my guns. I say a surprise either way. If I'm a fan or if I own the company, I would rather do a surprise because for me, it's like, all right, you WWE is already considered the top wrestling company in the world. Yes. So I'm not worried about people not tuning in, but. I will like throw like occasionally throw a good surprise because then for me, how I see it is that people will then be like, damn, did you hear what happened on the road? Oh my God. It's not. And then all of a sudden people are going to start tuning in. So irregardless, your numbers are still going to go up regardless. So for me, I've always liked the surprise factor. So even if I owned WWE, I would still stick to that theory because then the people that did miss it, They'll tune in next week and say, okay, well, wow, where's this going? And and it makes them understand, like, well, don't miss it next time. <laughs> yeah. So I would still stick with that. So anyway, what were we, what were we talking about? Um, oh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. <laughs> Speaking of Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. now this is about to blow your socks off. Sports Illustrated did their top 10 of wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Number one is Sasha Banks. Yeah. And this is with men and women. Yeah. But it goes to show that Sports Illustrated doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> and they don't. Because, and, and, and no, listen, in most of our lists we had for the women, we had Sasha Banks ranked at six or seven, right? Yeah. Yep. So. Let's still stick to that. And let's listen to the top 10 that Sports Illustrated put out. Mm-hmm. Number one, Sasha Banks. Number two, Moxley. Number three, Drew McIntyre. 
Number four, Naito. Number five, Kenny Omega. Number six, Bailey. Number seven, Io Shirai. Number eight, Kota Ibushi. Number nine, Roman Reigns. And number 10, are you ready for this? Mm -mm. You ready? Mm -mm. Eddie Kingston. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Eddie Kingston made it top 10. How how is he number 10? Are you kidding me? Eddie Kingston made a top 10 in wrestling? Wow. In the world? In men and women? Wow. Bailey is number six. Kenny Omega at number five. Kenny Omega did not have that great of a year. He had a great ending to his year, mm-hmm. but not a great year. What about the fact that he was tag champions? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kota Ibushi, number eight. Roman at number nine. Again, Roman had a great end to his year. Yeah. He didn't have a great he year. He was gone for, most, most, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. See, and, and that's the thing about these damn top tens. They don't consider that. And it's like, wait a minute, he he was gone for what a good five months, right? Yeah, since March. Yeah, because wait, well, he didn't, me... he didn't wrestle in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he did. Drew eliminated him to win. I mean, I'm sorry, not the Royal Rumble, uh, the WrestleMania. No, no. so WrestleMania on. WrestleMania on, and he just came back at what was it? Hell himself? SummerSlam. He came back at SummerSlam. Yeah. So he wasn't. It, it was. Uh, it was uh, the Fiend versus uh, Strowman. Right. Yeah. 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 And he came and beat the shit out of both of them. All right. So yeah. he wasn't gone that long then. It's only but what two, three months. Now should that be a factor in this then? Still, I would say so. I would yeah. say so. I don't think he had that great of a year. At the end of the year was good. But listen, if you have Bailey at number one of this list, I wouldn't be upset. But you got her at number okay. six. Yeah. And, and Bailey the thing had a t- is, Bailey and Sasha were kind of doing the same thing, but I think, yes. in my opinion, Bailey did more than Sasha this year. Absolutely. And they put her at six? Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Banks, number Damn. one, baby. I don't That's know. all I got for the news. <laughs> I don't even know if I agree with that list. Sports Illustrated, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Serious. You know what? No, I want to talk more about this shit. That, that, that Let's talk about it. Huh? Yeah. Let's no. talk about it. No. <laughs> serious? Why? What is the reasoning behind having Sasha Banks at number one? And you know I what, Tony? It. That just this. And it's it wasn't Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks didn't say, hey, guys, make me number one. This makes Sasha Banks look worse, though, honestly. Yes. Because now fans like you are going to be like... <laughs> Fuck Sasha Banks. She's not that good. And now she's number one. I hate her even more. <laughs> You're right. I would say that. I do hate her even more now. Yeah. She's, uh, and she's uh, supposed to be a baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like Sasha can't go around saying I'm number one. Like she can't do that. Like, and I hope she doesn't oh, do that. God. And you know she will. I think she yeah. will. I really it always, do. It always happens with these top ten lists. Now let me ask, let me ask you guys a question because uh, this list now granted I mean is this has Sports Illustrated even started doing this I mean how long have they been doing this I have no clue honestly I've this never is the first time I've ever heard them even do it yeah uh, the rest of the time it's always been with the PWI yeah uh, and wrestling of course and then now Sports Illustrated what fucking qualifies you to <laughs> yeah, I've never seen. Sports Illustrated even say anything remotely close to wrestling, and then now they're gonna do their top ten of wrestling. I mean, it's like when ESPN has these wrestlers on. True, but let me ask you guys something: Is this a really a relevant top ten? 
Oh, yeah. hell no. No. Oh, yeah. no, no. I mean, read Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I mean, but, I, but I, I love Sports Illustrated. Well, I like the swimsuit issue, but, but, but that's <laughs> neither here or there. But my thing is, is that I like this top 10. I don't like their top 10, but I like this top 10 because it incorporates every organization that's out there. But they didn't yes. add anyone from Ring of Honor, though, I noticed. Did they? I mean... It would have been nice if they did. Who's their champion? Is Ring of Honor worthy of being... Who's their uh, champion? <laughs> um, oh. Is it PCO? Is it PCO? Or is, isn't, he, isn't he going by some kind of just letters now? Yeah, PCO. PCO, yeah. It's like Prince with just the symbol. No, <laughs> Terrible. Listen, Eddie Kingston on this fucking list. I don't care you what know, anybody I says. I don't know about that. I kind of agree. What? Yes. I kind of agree. I kind of. No. I said I kind of no. agree. No. I agree. I said I kind of agree. Tony Diaz. This is his last show. No. He's de- He's clearly gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like this list because it is incorporating not just WWE. It's no. Yeah. Else, which I, I Everybody agree. and I women. It. I love it. Yes. And that's the women. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And adding the women to it. If you had to do a top 10, would it be like this? No! Elio? <laughs> no. No, really? Oh, my God. But if you did have to add women to this list yes. in other organizations of wrestling, um, would it even be remotely close? <laughs> it would. I would say no. I would, you know what? Honestly, honestly, and, I, and a lot of people is going to hate me right now. But Sasha Banks wouldn't even be on this top 10. No, she wouldn't. Oh, really? You'd say the same thing. No, yeah. So for me, wow. I would definitely I would keep I would keep Moxley, Drew, Naito, mm-hmm. Omega, Bailey, yes. Io Shirai, Kota Abushi. Yes. And I would get rid of Roman, Kingston, and mm-hmm. Sasha. Mm-hmm. I was with you. Um, I think I'm still gonna <sighs> now that you said that, I'm like, hmm, maybe Kenny Kingston shouldn't be on this list. <laughs> Um, because there is other people deservingly that should be on this list. What about Kevin Owens? Should he be on this? He was he was gone for not that long, right? He yeah, he got hurt after WrestleMania. He was down for a while. And then he came back. Yeah. They, Seth nah. Rollins should be on this list. Yeah, he did work. Yeah. He that boy was he working hard on it on just period every yeah. time he was there. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm done talking about it. All right. Well, now you got to keep talking because it's on to the rumors. All right. So rumor. I only got one rumor this week. Eva Marie is still regularly going to Orlando to train for her WWE return. And she's listed as a member of the roster. Nice. Royal Rumble. All red everything. I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people. Not me. Of course, not you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there be a lot of pissed off people. I'm going to be one of them. Elio, are you going to be pissed off? Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Elio, before you answer. Okay. Let me tell you this, Rick. What if Eva Marie eliminates Bianca Belair? <laughs> Good for her. Get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh. Thank you, Elio. No. All right, Elio, I mean... What was you about to say about the Eva Marie? If you uh, cared about Eva Marie. 
Or do you even care about Eva Marie? No. Uh, I, I wasn't really a fan of Eva Marie. Yeah, I wasn't either. I wasn't either. Because, you know, it's funny because a lot of people... Rico, save you the trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Elio Canelo's last show. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I was going to say it. I was. <laughs> That's funny. But, here, here, you know, I always hear, and I've been hearing it for the past several years, that when WWE tries to push somebody to see what they can do and see how they can handle the spotlight... They do overdo it sometimes. And obviously the last few years, it's always been about Roman. Well, WWE, they're shoving Roman down our throats. They're doing this down our throats. And I always disagreed with it because my thing is looking at Roman and his career is that he put a lot of people over. He's had a lot of good matches and the guy's a workhorse. Okay. That's why I always disagreed with that comment. They, they, they never pushed Roman down our throat. They just put him in spots where he can excel. And he did. He took advantage of that and he did it. Like if he couldn't wrestle, I'd be all with everybody saying that they shoved Roman down our throats. When Eva Marie, when they were doing that bullshit with her, then I felt that WWE was trying to push her down our throats. Why? She can't wrestle. She can't cut a promo. All she got is her looks, which is yummy. Yes, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> So, but the rest of it, she can't wrestle. And so why, for, for me, it's like, why are you pushing her with me <laughs> towards, you know, why are you pushing her? Why are you shoving her down our throat? Yummy. <laughs> huh? You say yummy. Yummy. <laughs> yes. So, uh, <laughs> so when they make that comment of, oh, they're pushing her or him down our throats, that was Eva Marie, in my opinion. Everybody I mean, else, meh, not really. If anybody was to get forced down our throats, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Elio, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. All right, all right. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's all I got for the rumors. Rick, what do you got for injury? Um, no injuries. So uh, wow, on to the hot tag news. Actually, I did hear. Uh, that uh, speaking of an injury, I think it was Matt Jackson. They're saying that he did get a little injured on the, on the AEW. I don't the tag match. <laughs> like I guess apparently he thought he broke his leg or something on the, some spot he did. I forgot what it was, but they're saying I mean, there's a lot he, of spots in those matches. Was, that's, that is damn true. All right, I think that's enough. All right, hot tag news. Yes. Uh, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bill Goldberg. Who are you turning in to see mm. on, uh, and I say turn in, not tune in, because you had to change the channel. You had to turn the channel At from one time, to the yeah. other. Who are you turning in to see on uh, the Monday Night Wars? Was it Bill Goldberg or was it Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, Elio, who you got? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whoa. I'm with Whoa. him on that. Hey, because, the, because... As uh, good as that, uh, like, undefeated streak that Goldberg had that we've never seen before at that time. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I just uh, enjoyed the whole storyline with uh, Vince McMahon. Like, mm -hmm. the guy going up against the boss. Yeah. So, it's just yeah. uh, the whole build-up to that storyline and the way it ended. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I'm yeah, you're, wrong. you're wrong. You're both wrong. You're both wrong. <laughs> no. It's no. clearly Bill Goldberg at that time. First of all, 
Bill Goldberg was well, an and anomaly. And what Bill Goldberg had, the undefeated streak? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. What did Undertaker have? The undefeated streak? Yeah, he, at least, at least yeah, I said he it. broke it yeah, at WrestleMania. It. Yeah, you said it. Well, yes. Elio said it, too. But Bill, Wait, Bill Goldberg, he's a stone cold. Stone cold! Stone cold! Stone cold! Yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, Bill Goldberg. I think, Bill, like I said, he was an anomaly. There was nobody ever like him at that time. Um, the dominance that he had during the matches, his entrance was amazing. Stone Cold, as great as he was, eh, I, I like. I don't want to see somebody fighting an old man. I, I get it. Vince McMahon is Vince McMahon, but I don't want to see him fighting Vince McMahon. Uh, Bill Goldberg was fighting actual talent. I mean, he yeah, yeah he was, but every, everybody would love to beat up the boss at one point. That's yeah, you, well, Elio, next time you cut me off, I'm going to get the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Banks. Um, Ew. But, but yeah, Bill, everybody wants to beat up their boss. Yes. Do I want to see it on TV? No. Bill Goldberg was dominating people. Now, BSMA wasn't the greatest talent, but he was beating people. And he had good storylines. He was just dominant. He was a dominant force that we love to see. And 173-0 and is something to fucking... Yeah, they padded the numbers. But it was still <laughs> epic. You want to see that. The jackhammer was something we never seen. We've seen suplexes before, but the jackhammer, he added that extra whip to it, and he was just dominant. And listen, I'm the biggest Bret Hart fan there is, and he ended my man's career. But at that time, I'm going to be real, Bill Goldberg was the hottest thing. That was That's what I wanted to see. I didn't want to see Stone Cold. I was a better, I was a, more of a rock fan than anything. But uh, for me... Bill Goldberg was the guy that I was tuning in to see. Take I disagree with you. I disagree okay, with why? you. Why? 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 All right. You know what? I challenge you to look at every time during that era, because we're talking about during that era. I challenge you to yes. look at every single time Stone Cold Steve Austin came out to every single time Bill Goldberg came out during that time. Yes. A pop always went to Steve Austin. The minute the glass shattered, people went nuts. They knew it yes. was him. They went crazy. They went crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goldberg was like, <laughs> Goldberg, Goldberg. Come on, well, Tony. No, you know why they were chanting that? Because they were like, hurry the fuck up and get into the ring. <laughs> Yo, it's your cue, Goldberg. Come on. Directing <laughs> They directed him to the ring with their voices. Uh, what? <laughs> they were directing him to the ring with their voices. That's pretty much what they were doing. No. He'd never gotten a pop on he can. I've never seen Oh my god, Tony. Out. Yes, he did. No. I, yes. no. Breathing smoke? No. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, that's a good pop. Breathing smoke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> come on. Before Goldberg became a joke, Goldberg, come on. Everybody wanted to see Goldberg versus Austin, and Goldberg would have wrecked Austin. No. Oh, yeah. I disagree. Yes. No. Austin always had the biggest pops. He will still continue to have the biggest pops. Um, No. No. Steve Davis. Now, Steve Davis and Elio, I want you to pay attention to this. He says The Rock. He even put two gifts of The Rock. He says The Rock. He changed the game. He posted another gif of The Rock. (sighs) And this is all on our, our Facebook page, too, that he Elio, did. Elio, what are you supposed to say? 
<laughs> That's all we were asking. <laughs> what? I mean, it's clear as day what it says on the damn post. Gold I mean, their pictures are there. The, the, <laughs> right? Finally! <laughs> Mark Jones, he said, I had two TVs. <laughs> Ooh, la di da. He also said both of them. Okay, it's not what we asked. Duff Cox, he said, Sting, actually. <laughs> Elio's losing it over there. He is. I'm looking at it. He's like losing his shit. <laughs> that really bothers you, doesn't it, Elio? <laughs> I'm bothered. <laughs> Paul uh, Maistas, he says, none of them. <laughs> the fuck, man? I mean, are we really doing this right now? Steve Davis, he went on a different whole, uh, what, uh, Facebook page just to make sure that we know that he's saying The Rock, he changed the game. <laughs> the fuck, man? Da, 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 da. I mean, seriously. Again, The Rock. The Rock. Pat Boston. Oh my god. What is, like I, you can't be real with these comments, people. Like seriously? Seriously? We really doing is this what we're doing? Jer- Jeremiah Schaefer, he says, on principle alone, I hate big wrestlers being booked as indestructible. So I'm assuming he's talking about uh Goldberg. Goldberg. Yes, because he was indestructible. Unlike Stone Cold with his knee braces and his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Walkowitz, he says neither. All right, you know what? I'm fucking people. I mean, fucking right there, man. (laughs) I'm getting. Are you getting hot and bothered like Elio? Yes. Like who? Like Elio? Yes. The picture is right fucking there, (laughs) and it clearly says, "Who was you turning into to see?" Fucking Steve Austin or Goldberg. And they... What the fuck? You know what else Goldberg did? He made tribal tattoos cool. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. I should know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that why you said that? <laughs> Goldberg made tribal tattoos cool. Then you got all these guys getting a little armband. <laughs> yeah, so dope. Yeah, that was such a trend too back in that day. <laughs> As a Goldberg. Uh, yeah, I totally remember that. <laughs> Goldberg. All right. Um, I mean, yeah. Was there anything, like, was there a po- uh, like a vote or a poll? Yes, them? there was. Okay. So there was 81% says Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. 19% said Goldberg. Oh, my Lord. People, get with the damn program. Seriously, just read it. It's right there. Yes. Clear as day. Oh, my Lord. All right. You know what? And again, if you guys have any hot tag news that you want us to talk about, just drop us a line on our Facebook page. And we're clearly, we, you know what? At this point, we might talk about it. Jesus Christ. We might talk about something else, even if, the, if you ask the question on hot tag news. We might talk yes. about something else because that's what I, clearly that's what everybody else is doing. Yes. Holy shit. You, you know what? I need a break. Yes. I need a break. Yes. I'm turning red and I need a break. Uh, with that being said, uh, when we come back, <laughs> dude, drink is freaking eight o'clock in the morning. 
when we come back, we got this week in wrestling. All right, what's good, everybody? It is your boy, the coach, of course, from the WWE. And I just wanted to take a quick second because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. And you only have so much time in the day. But it's about putting in the grind. It's about putting yourself out there week in and week out until people pay attention. The Wrestling POV Podcast. I'm talking Tony Diaz, Mimi, uh, Rick Serrano. My last question, why haven't I ever been on the show? I mean, everybody knows that the thing I love doing most is wrestling podcasts. Although, I think I would enjoy this one. This is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. We are back, and we are stronger than ever. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV and purchase a goddamn shirt today for $19.99. Plus shipping and handling. We have four t-shirts, Wrestling POV, Wrestling POV Global t-shirt, a Miguel Cole shirt, a shirt with all our catchphrases. You don't want to miss out. Make sure you buy it today. If you don't, we will hunt you down and we will make you buy one. We will take your credit card. We will take your money. <laughs> that was such a humble yet threatening promo. Buy a shirt today. Go to callernumberbrand.com. Save yourself 10%. Use promo code WPOV. Something, anything. Come and on, also guys. Also, too, on, on uh, Collar Elbow. We still have our promo code there. So if you do decide to buy a shirt from there, just use the promo code WPOV and you get 10% off. Now, now, Miguel, I know sometimes you and I don't see eye to eye, but you see what Tony just did? I just said that and he repeated it. Yeah, yeah Mr. Rick, sometimes he, because you were his ears get Rick. clogged. His ears get clogged and he doesn't hear well. He's old. You threatening. <laughs> you threatened the people. So I had to... <laughs> I had to comfort them. <laughs> to comfort them. <laughs> oh, Tony was using his soothing voice. He was like, exactly hey, baby, what I was doing. Go yeah, to hollernoblebrand.com and uh, promo code WPOV. So <laughs> you uh, use that. To, uh, you do get 10% off. Yeah. And, uh, and if you now... don't do it, we'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. And, and now, Jesus. ladies and gentlemen, Tony Diaz is about to get raw. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go straight into it. Low point for me was uh, Mandy Rose uh, versus Shayna Baszler. Um, <laughs> they're still doing this storyline. Yeah. I gave it a one. Terrible. Where's Nia Jackson? I don't know. Probably took a break. She did too much. Uh, Elio, <laughs> what was your low points of Raw? Yeah, that, um, it was uh, that uh, Damon Brooke and Sheena Beasler one. And, Terrible. Uh, Terrible. And, and, the, and the Miss TV, like, John Morrison was funny. I did laugh at some of what he said, but yeah. just the whole Miss TV segment oh, itself. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Yeah, you know what? I'm right there with you, Elio. Miss TV was atrocious. I gave it a point five disgustingly horrible with the New Day. And you know what? I gave the match a point five. I can't stand the New Day. I don't want to watch <laughs> them on my TV anymore. I'm over Kofi Kingston. It is just god-awful. And the last point five I gave, Bill Goldberg. Listen, mm-hmm. I just went on a rant about how great Bill Goldberg was. <laughs> was is the key word. Was. Okay. He is god-awful. He does not belong there. Terrible. Why is he coming out and pushing Drew McIntyre down? Why mm-hmm. is the TV getting cut off? 
He he sounded like Tony Diaz saying Ruby Riot wins the Royal Rumble. It's Fuck crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, I'll tell you why, just to go off of that, the reason why they said or they cut off in the middle of that part was that a lot of things got messed up during that last segment. Uh, apparently, the match that was with Keith Lee and Drew uh, took a little bit longer. And that's when Drew was supposed to do a promo about the legends and this and that. And uh, he didn't get a chance to. Um, so they thought that Goldberg was going to improvise and not go by what was scripted. And they said he still went by the script. That's why it looked awkward. And Drew, uh, luckily, Drew did respond to it. And he said, that's not what I said. Or I didn't say that or some shit like that. So that's why yeah. for me, I was off, thrown off by that. I'm like, all right, why is... Goldberg saying that one. I didn't even hear Drew say that. So that, they're saying that's the reason why, because Drew was supposed to cut a promo after that match, or was it before? Or either way, it doesn't matter. But uh, it, it just went too long. And when Goldberg came out, he still stuck to that script, and that's why it looked kind of awkward. And apparently, even after the um, uh, the show went off the air, uh, I guess Drew did the Claymore kick on him. Um, well, he did a Glasgow kiss. Oh, Glasgow kiss. Yes, 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 yes. That's what it was. And uh, that's how, well, of course, we didn't see it. So, but no, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, why are they doing this with Goldberg and Drew? Is it really going to be a, a Royal Rumble worthy match? No. Well, well, well compared to SmackDowns. <laughs> 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 oh my god jesus christ <laughs> i forgot all about that until you mentioned it holy shit um you know what also you know before we go on i i do have to put something in the book um okay it, i think it, it's the same thing i think we're i, I think i think we're there Elias? go ahead i have something to, oh no 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 go ahead oh, okay well no i'm putting elias in the book broham okay. and, and these are things i just noticed but they do it like it's right in front of the camera when they're doing it, so I can't help but to fucking talk about it. It's Elias's dookie finger, another dookie <laughs> finger. My god, his hand was way up AJ's ass. Woo! Yeah, it was a woo. <laughs> so Elias's dookie finger is going in the book. All right, had enough. El- Elias's dookie finger, Wash you just made the book. Clean that shit, sanitize, six Whoa. feet, all that shit. <laughs> You know, since you put something in the book, I have to put something in the book. And uh, Alicia Fox's hair. What the fuck, man? <laughs> so uh, we're going to go with uh, Alicia Fox's hair is going to go into the book. It, it was just all over the place. And then Angel Garza is supposed to be like, hey, sexy. It's right? just like, uh, right? hey, Alki. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm sorry, Alicia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> I am right, so well, sorry. To be honest. Alicia Fox's hair? You just made the book! Now, speaking of Alicia Fox, uh, that segment when... Um, wait, was it that segment? Who, who was saying about Cardi B? Was it Alicia Fox? Oh, that if you go no, there, that was Tori Wilson. Tori uh, Wilson, yes. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It, but that was to uh, Angel Garza. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah. Uh, now, did you hear what's been going on with Cardi B? And Lacey, Evans. yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah Cardi so B, Cardi B. comment about uh, that's not how my debut was supposed to be, or some shit like that. Or uh, see, like she's being tagged on everything, 
And then Lacey came back with uh, um, saying that, you know, we're not Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Black your eyes, some shit like that. Said. So I was just like, wow. And and Cardi responded with, no white woman would ever do that yes. to me. <laughs> yes. And then she deleted it because she was like, wait. Yeah, she was like, wait a second. Probably shouldn't have done that. She she had she was on the level to go to wrestling WWE and then she went and made that comment. But then um uh Lacey Evans also made a comment. She's like, I will bust your ass li- while listening to your music. So oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> But let me tell you something, man. Nothing not for nothing, but Lacey Evans will fuck Cardi B up. <laughs> Oh, no, man. No, no. Lacey Evans. Come on. She's a former Marine. The girl looks jacked. Now you know. She, she will. And Cardi B is just interested in liposuctions and freaking lip injections and butt injections. Uh, I don't know. She, come on. No. Cardi's from the hood. She's from the hood. That's, that's all good, but she's, she's, she's the glamour hood. That's what she is. She ain't hood hood. <laughs> I know about the hood. You know about the hood. I know. She is not hood. She's glamour hood. And Lacey Evans don't play that shit. She will fuck her up in a match. Ow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, all right. Um, what else we got? Uh, oh, high points. High points. Raw. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I think the highlight. There was. I had a couple of them. I had a couple of them. Uh, Randy Orton versus Jeff. I thought that was a really good match. I gave it a three. And uh, the one that topped it off was uh, Drew versus Keith Lee. I thought that was a really good match. Drew, uh, not Drew, um, Keith Lee is starting to show more that he belongs there. And uh, more strong. Yeah, his strength. And uh, I agree. Uh, I think they need to keep pushing him, but I think they need to put him in a better storyline. I, I just don't think he's in a good storyline. Um, but yeah, that was my high point. What was your high point, right? All right. Uh, first of all, I want to say about the Orton Jeff Hardy match. Stop with the fucking ears. I thought Jeff Hardy said we were gonna stop with that. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, right? yeah. I had oh to turn away. Yeah, oh. it's just terrible. Yeah. Um, I had three high points because I gave out three threes. Um, it was AJ and Elias. Mm. That was a good match. Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans defeating Charlotte and Oscar. I am starting to like this tag team. Really, I, I'm liking this pairing. I think I like him, and uh, Keith so Lee. So Peyton and Billy Billy Kay, nothing for you. <laughs> I mean, they were great, but they're not together anymore. You got to move on. Sometimes you just got to move on. Um, and my last match <laughs> was Drew and Keith Lee. I gave that a three as well. Elio. So I gave uh, AJ Lyers a three. I am Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee as well. Oh wow, a three. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cuckoo. All right. Overall, um, I gave it a 2.31 this week, shockingly. Um, like I said, the, the lowest that I had was a one. There was a bunch of two and a halves and uh, not a lot of segments. And uh, I think that's why the number is so high. But also with SmackDown, too, you know, when we talk about that, there weren't a lot of segments. And I was no. just like, whoa. But they still couldn't even do it. Anyway, but uh, we'll get into that part in a minute. Um, that's all. Oh, what, what, uh, Elliot, what'd you give your overall for Raw? So I gave, I gave mine a 1.8. Wow, Rick. Overall, I gave it a 2. Solid 2. Wasn't bad. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't, like, it was average at best. Uh, but nothing over the top, being that it was supposed to be a Legends Night match. So, uh, yeah. Rick, 
All right, it is now time for the NXT POV. Mamma mia! I'm afraid we've got some bad news. Hey. <laughs> All right, this was New Year's Evil. Yes. And you know what? I have to say this. I have to put something else in the book. <gasps> What's that? Oh. And that is Damien Priest's needle dick. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, you know what? man? You did that shit on purpose because now I got to say Priest's needle dick. <laughs> Biggie's dick and balls. Now I gotta say fucking Priest's needle dick. Jesus. Damien Priest's needle that, dick. You just know, made the book. That in itself does not even sound right. Priest's needle dick. Yes. Think about it for a second. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's why I said it. Oh my lord. Oh. Um. Uh. We'll go with low points first. Uh. My lowest point for NXT this week was. Uh, Kashida and Shotzi defeating the way I gave it a one. Um, not because of oh, Kashida really? Shotzi at all. I gave it a one because I just didn't. I I blended in the promo with the way, okay. which was fucking god awful, oh, and the match okay. just really just took me out of it. So I gave it a one because of that reason. It would have been a, probably a two if I was just judging it on the match, but because. <laughs> Of the way promo was just way out of line, wow. and it was way <laughs> too long, and it was oh, just way too there. much with the way. Be away with the way. Much, Rick. Yes. <laughs> so I gave that uh, a one. Elio, what was your lowest point for NXT? Uh, that was my lowest point too. Was uh, the Wii's uh, promo? That was just no. I didn't like it. Wow. All right, uh, Tony. Uh, yeah, the way it's promo, but I do have the match rated a different way. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, wait. Uh, that they say that a lot here in New Mexico, but uh, <laughs> that's neither yes. here or there. I love New Mexico, <laughs> but no, that promo My, was horrendous. Uh... I didn't like it, so I gave it a 0. 0.5. But like I said, I did rate it the match differently, so I'm not gonna go there. Okay. My, my highest points was. Damien, Damien Priest against uh, Karrion Cross. I gave that a 3.5. And I gave a 3.5 to uh, Raquel Gonzalez defeating Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed by Raquel Gonzalez in this matchup. Oh, and yeah. she did a great job. Hell of a job. I gave that a 3.5. Elio, what was your highest point? That was my highest point. I gave that one a 3.5 as well. Wow. Rhea Ripley, nice. Raquel Gonzalez. Wow. Now, before, before I give my highest, um, there was a lot. I, I'm going to tell you, this is probably NXT's best ep, uh, episode yet yeah. in a long time. Um, but I, the threes that I gave it, honestly, was the Garganos versus Shotzi Blackheart and Kushida. I gave it a three. I thought it was a really good match. And I was, I'm glad they're pushing Kushida uh, yes. to a whole different level. And I appreciate that. Uh, Finn. Versus Kyle O'Reilly. I gave it a three and a half. Um, really solid match going back and forth and some blood. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, and Damian Priest versus Karrion Cross. Now, I gave it a three because I picked this match apart. And Damian Priest had a few miscues, um, but it was still a good match. Uh, you know, the way Karrion is in that ring, he's a Big man, I you know I always forget how big he really is because Damien Priest is tall, yeah. um, like like was I think it's like six six, 
Six, something like six, that? six eight, something like that. Yeah, and and Carrion is like six four, I think, or six five. So to watch these two big men do what they do in that ring, I, it was a good match. But like I said, I saw Damian. There was a few miscues he had, and I was like, ah, oh, man, you messed up. And then, but that was cool. So let me ask you guys a question. Did you notice like towards the end where he did the little smile before he got knocked the fuck out? Yeah. What did you guys think about that? I, mean, I liked that, it. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. yeah, it didn't take away from selling the fact that he was getting his ass whooped. No, no, it was just like what kind of message did it send for you? For me, it was just like just fucking do it, just fucking uh-huh. like okay. like end it for me. Like we we know we, we know what's coming. Just right. for, I don't care. I know where I'm going, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't see it that way, but no, that makes a good point. Elio, what about you? With yeah, that I thought uh, I think it did because um I thought I heard something about that. They're moving Damien Priest up to the main roster. Yeah, that wasn't that would lead into SmackDown, but that yeah, apparently he was supposed to go to SmackDown and last week, and he was supposed to help out uh, Kevin Owens, and yeah. uh, he was there actually at SmackDown last week, and uh, Kevin Owens came out and he goes, "Listen, nothing against Damien Priest, but it makes no sense for him to come out and help me because." You know, you guys are trying to act like we're friends and we're not really friends. There's nothing in the story that even remotely says anything that we're friends. So why are you, why does it make sense to put him in that role? So, you know, it's because of Kevin. Now, I don't, I don't blame Kevin for even saying that because he said it to try to make sense of things, which is true. And he's absolutely right. Um, is it Damien Priest's time to go up? Yeah, I say yes. Apparently it's, he's going to raw now. Oh, Really? Yeah, that would be cool, too. That would be cool, too. But uh, yeah, but my highest uh, of the night and I'm putting this for a match of the year candidate. It is the rear Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. Let me tell you something. You guys said it was a good match. I thought this was a phenomenal match. Why? Because Raquel was keeping in pace with Rhea because Rhea works pretty fast at times. Um, and Raquel was keeping pace. She did, there were some crazy moves that these girls were doing, these women, my apologies, that they were doing. And I was just like, wow. I said, I bet, I can bet every money, every little penny that I have that everybody in the back was watching this match and saying, damn. So I gave this match a five. Nice. I, you know what? I'm with you. I'll put it in the... That's definitely going... Let's open up the vault. And now it's in. <laughs> Match of the Year candidates 2021. The first one. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm yes. with it. Yes. And and it's like I said, just the match in general. And on top of that, they gave the win to Raquel. Yes. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. They're really trying to push this woman. And I'm all with it. Um, with that being said, I think this might be a call-up for Rhea Ripley, too. And it oh, might yeah, be at the Royal Rumble, though. I think they're going to keep yeah. her there for the next few weeks. Because Royal Rumble is what? In three weeks? Three weeks. Two weeks? Yep. Okay. I mean, when they went crushing through that, uh, the, that the stage. Yeah. Okay, and then the referee was counting. I thought, okay, uh, Raquel got out and got up. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm like, wait there. Like, okay, Rhea Ripley is going to get out next. Yeah. I know when she did it, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, just was I was amazed. I was like, this match was good, man. Holy yep. shit. 
So yeah, that is my highest was a five and my first five of the year and the first match that's going into the match of the re- match of the year vault. So yes. there you go. Um, I do have to say this though. I was not impressed by uh, this Zia Lee thing. No? You know, you didn't. I, 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 I was well, I was impressed cool. by her. I was impressed by her. Oh well, they put her. The, yeah, well, they kind of put her with a jobber. So, but the 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 person who is it? Can we can we find out? Like we've been waiting for so well, long for this. Well, that's the mystery of it. They want you to think, all right, who the fuck is this? And eventually they'll show yeah. who it is. Yeah. Eventually. Overall, though, <laughs> I gave NXT a solid two point seven. Wow! Great show this week. Holy Tony? shit! I gave it a 2.85 this week. Nice. Elio. 2.4. Wow. Nice. All right. Elio is the is the, the Russian judge of this show, guys. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's always in a... <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Elio, it's your time. Okay. No, I was kidding about AEW. No, sir. So, on with AEW. <laughs> All right, Tony. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. First of all, first of all, it's AEW Dynamite. Jesus. Nothing, huh? Go ahead, Elio. All right. So, Tony, what do you have for your high points? My high, honestly, it was Omega versus Ray Phoenix. I gave it a three. Um, a few miscues, but, uh, okay. Um, actually, you know what? I'll change it to a 3.5 because of what happened at the end. Okay. With, uh, the, the club coming the back together. Club reunion. And the, and the club, yes. Coming back together with the good brothers. The good brothers made their appearance with their tag titles from T and A. Why am I talking like that? I don't know. Why did I just do that? Make no sense. Anyway. No, that was my high point was, uh, Omega and Phoenix. Good match. Good, uh, good ending. Good closing, wasn't bad, wasn't bad, but uh, wait till we do the lows. <laughs> oh yeah. So okay, Rick. All right, my highest point was Kenny Omega defeating Ray Phoenix. He gave it a four. I thought it was a really solid match. Wow. Um, but yeah, wait till we get to the lows. <laughs> Elio. Yeah, I gave uh, two point five to Wardlow versus Jake Hager. It was my high point. Wow. 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 Two point five. What did you give? Ray Phoenix and Omega. <laughs> that one, uh, th- uh, three. Oh, so that's your highest point. Actually, yeah, I, I, that one, that one's my second. Uh, the Jake Hager Warlow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that oh, one okay. five. Uh, Ray Phoenix and three. And uh, yeah, the ending was uh, interesting. The the way it just ended, where the screen went black. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. We'll see where they go with it. I think I think they're onto something, though. To be honest, I really do. They are, okay. are on to something. All right, low points. Tony. All right, low point I have was the Moxley promo. I get it. You're back. Yay. All right. Uh, <laughs> and another low bad. point I had. What's that, Rick? No, it was bad. It yeah. was bad. And the other one I had was Darby Allen and the Brian Cage fucking weigh-in. <laughs> Did we really oh. need it that? Did we really need it that? Are we serious with this? Oh, anyway, but I have a side note. Uh, the the okay. Team Taz shit. They're supposed to be like a badass, right? Uh, I'm assuming. Um, yep. But they're so irrelevant now. 
because every segment that they're on and they come out and they do this spiel, their promo, and then the minute Sting comes in, he runs, they run away. Last I checked, there was four of them and only two of them. So why wouldn't they yep. take the chance? You know, and, and I'm sorry to say, they're, they're doing just like what WWE is doing. They're bringing in the legend that hasn't done anything. He has not done shit since he's been on AEW. Yep. And I'm supposed to pop for that? It's like, okay, you're just showing him now. He's, okay, well, now what? Well, uh, what am I getting excited about? He's not attacking anybody. He just shows his face and, I'm, and they run away. So Team Taz just made, they made them so irrelevant that, you know, it's like, all right, so why am I seeing Team Taz now? And his son, oh, give me a fucking break, dude. You're not a badass. Stop, <laughs> stop. Just because you think your father was a badass, you're not a badass. Get the fuck out of here. Your facial expressions, everything, get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of it. I do it on myself. That's how mad I am. Now, another, another side note is Avedon. You know what? I was behind her. I still am. I still have faith in Abaddon. I like the character. Um, granted, she's not supposed to look like a supermodel, and that's fine. No, nope. that's their character. Yep. That's fine. Um, I mean, you look at Ty Conti. If she did that character, I'd be like, all right, come on, it's a little twisted. But I think Abaddon, her character itself, fits her perfectly. Um, but when she did that Bray White the Spider thing. I was like, oh, it was like I felt like a punch in the gut. I was like, girl, I was with you. And then you did that. Now you're doing something that Bray Wyatt already done because his character is creepy and 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 dark. And you know what I'm saying? There's there wasn't a reason for her to do that. She can she has other things that she does that fits her character. And when she did that, I was like, you know what, girl, you're making it hard for me to defend you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. I am behind her character and I still think it could work. They just need to, to to work on it better. I think, honestly, in my opinion, though, um, I think it was just too soon for Abaddon to be facing uh, Sheeta so quickly. I and, agree. Uh, I agree. I, they they should have developed Abaddon somewhere b- beside Sheeta. It was too early for me. So that's that's just my side note. I just wanted to throw that out there. So, okay. Oh, Great. okay. Thank you for wasting time. Our You're low welcome. Point is, uh, what I do. <laughs> our low point was the weigh-in. I gave it a point five. It was absolutely atrocious. Hey. There's no reason for them to be out there together. Uh, Sting coming out did nothing for me. Um, he's not doing anything. Taz is not doing anything. It's just ridiculous. I just can't wait because I feel like Darby Allen uh, versus uh, – Brian Cage is supposed to have been happening for about a year now. I feel like exactly. this is how long we've been waiting for this. Like, mm-hmm. finally, we're going to have the match, and hopefully it ends very quickly with Darby <laughs> Allen losing because I am over this shit. <laughs> Give the FTW belt to uh, the, the other guy that he has on his team. I don't even know his name anymore. What, what did he change his name to? Arts? The big guy? Oh, the big guy? I forgot. I was Hobbs. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Hobbs. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, yeah, but that's my low point. Elio, what's your low point? Yeah, my low point, uh, first of all, the Abaddon match, I thought this was too soon for her to go for the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one it has is the weigh-in. I, now, Taz's promo, I actually I have this in my notes. I, I, I said, is Taz crying? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, there's no crying in wrestling. 
<laughs> like when he cut that promo, I was like, no, I'll, like. True. So yeah, I give that a zero point five. It's true though. It's true. All right. Uh, overall, I gave AEW this week a one point eight. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I gave uh, AEW a one point six four. Wow. I gave it a one point one point nine. Wow. Oh wow. All right, it is now time for the Wednesday Night Delight where we vote every week. Uh, uh, currently, NXT and AEW is tied at six. Um, I think it's a clean sweep today, boys. Yeah. I think NXT, NXT. just mollywopped them. Yeah. <laughs> so NXT is going to go up seven to six in the rankings. Uh, we'll see. Maybe AEW can bounce back next week. It is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Um the low point for me was the gauntlet match. I hate really? gauntlet matches. Yes, I hate them. Uh, I gave wow. it a 1.5. I gave it a 1.5 because, and I only gave it a 1.5 because of Nakamura and Daniel Bryan fucking did what they had to do. Yeah, they like, did. They, they had a real match. Uh, yeah, Rey did. Mysterio and Dominic, I can't stand seeing them on my TV. Uh, the fact that he won a match, Rey Mysterio, pissed me off. But uh, I'm glad to see Nakamura uh, do something. But the finish for that gauntlet was absolutely atrocious. Mm. It's churlish. With, with, with it Adam Pierce? Yes, Adam Pierce did not <laughs> deserve to win that shit. Are you what kidding you, me? But let me. But since we're on that subject, what are you? What are they gonna? I mean, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Before we go on to that, we have to go back to AEW. Snoop Dogg. Okay. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Oh. We forgot to talk about yeah. that. The splash. Mm-hmm. Heard all around the world. Ugh. The drip, you mean? <laughs> no, not even a drip. It was a leak. <laughs> Snoop, stay away from wrestling, man. Yeah. You're acting, and it, it was atrocious. Sorry, I just had to bring that up. It was just... And, and of course, he had to come out during... Cody Rhodes. Cody, Cody Rhodes. and gave Cody a remix. Yes, yes, yes. Gave Cody. He, he, Cody had to be involved in that because he needed that extra push. All right, so let's go back to SmackDown. Uh, yes. <laughs> what was he uh, your low about? points, Sorry. Tony. Oh, my low points. Oh, okay. My low point was the Roman promo. It was twenty-two minutes long. You didn't like that? Wow. No, I did not because it was twenty-two minutes long. <laughs> It's like I'm sorry. If if it, honestly though, I, I'll, I'll be real. If it was on Raw, I would have been like, all right, fine, because Raw's three three goddamn hours anyway. Yeah. But SmackDown's only two hours, bro. And that's why I said, you know, SmackDown didn't have a lot of segments for me to rate. And I'm like, wow, okay, did, did they do this shit on purpose? I don't know. But either way, I just I did not like Roman's promo. It was just way too long. 22 minutes, bro, before they even got a first match in. So I gave it a point five. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Terrible. All right, Elio, what's your low point? Low points. Um, okay, the yes. gauntlet match with uh, the gauntlet match and um 1.5 and I and I give a one to that uh, backstage segment with Billy Kay. And, like <gasps> because I like Billy Kay, she's funny, but they gotta do something. Elio. No, no, Elio. Elio. No, you didn't. No. no. She's amazing. She is. Crazy. She's amazing. That is amazing. What? Blink. Blink 182. 
<laughs> she's funny. I, I, but they gotta give her like she keep, they keep doing the same thing every week. Uh, I listen. If I, she I was to do that, the re- nah. If she was to do that for the rest of her career, I would fucking be for it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, I think what's making her more funny is like you said, when she goes blink 182. Yeah. <laughs> the little things like that that she does makes her seem like, all right, come on, you're not a big fan now because that's not how you say it. Um, wow, I'm I'm shocked, Elio. Shocked. Wow. Perplexed. Perplexed. Uh, I'm um, flabbergasted. <laughs> My highest points for SmackDown was the Roman promo. I what? thought Roman was fucking epic on this promo. I gave it I a three. It. And I also gave it three to Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode defeating the Street Profits. Thank fucking God that he did. <laughs> they did it, man. Yep. I gave that a three. Tony, your high points. Well, before I get into my high points, I'm just going to uh, write off on what you just said about the Street Profits losing to Ziggler and, and Roode. Granted, it's about damn time. But this should have been for the Royal Rumble. Because now, if they have a title match at the Royal Rumble, we all know who's going to win. You know, and, and, it, and it looks... <laughs> but, you know, for me, it's like, all right, you know, to me, it was just too early. Too early. Like, they could have kept yeah. along with this storyline until the Royal Rumble. They could have. They could have They could have went off of the whole um, Montez Ford injury. They could have yeah. said... Listen, he can't wrestle right now. He's he's hurt, and just to make it look like it's a real work, um, and, but they didn't. You know, they played it off during the match, and I'm like, you guys could have easily did this because, like I said, the Royal Rumble is three weeks away, right? So what they could have done was like next week or even this week, they could have said, all right, it's going to be the Street Profits versus Ziggler and Rude, and then all of a sudden, you know, the medical team, oh. Freaking Montez Ford, he can't go. He, he can't wrestle tonight. His ankle or whatever he was hurting, uh, he just can't go. Cancel the match. And they would have can't. And then, because then I would it would have made people think, wow, is he really hurt? They, they, they advertise this match and now they don't, they don't. Wow. Okay. And then the following week, do a one on one. And then, uh, but not with uh, Montez, you know, do it with Angelo. And then they can easily say, "Hey, you know what? Let's do this at Royal Rumble. You should be, you should have time, a good time to heal and da da da." And then still play it off, you know, because then it's like a week away. And then Angelo or uh, Montez Ford could have been like, you know, damn man, you know what? I'm gonna give him my all. My my shit's still hurting, but it's a Royal Rumble. I got to be out there. And then I would have I would have enjoyed this a little bit more, even though it would have been dragged a little bit. But it also would have made me believe, damn, Angelo uh, uh, Montez is really hurt, you know. Even though they did it during the match, but for me, I think this should have been done for the Royal Rumble. Um, I know a long explanation, but uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Tony. I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what was your high points of this? My team? high point though <laughs> was Big E versus Apollo Cruz. I gave it a three. Wow. Okay. And the reason why I gave it a three was because of Apollo's new attitude. I love yes. the fact that when they couldn't decide who actually won and they restarted, or no, they gave it to Big E, right? No, they yeah. it was a draw. Or a draw. It was a draw. And, you know, Big E was like, hey, that's just how, they call, how it is. You know, I still get my belt, blah, blah, blah. And then Apollo was getting mad. At that point, I'm like, well, that's, that's new. I've never seen Apollo like that. And then he smacked Big E. You know, yes. it made me go, Oh shit! You know, because that's something <laughs> you don't see with Apollo. That is something yeah. you do not see with Apollo. And for him to do that, and then you saw Biggie change all of a sudden, like you done fucked up. 
you know what, let's do this. I, that, that whole segment I loved, and that's why I gave it a three. But you're right, though, about the whole that gauntlet match. It's atrocious. Oh, so bad. Yes. Elio. I point to, uh, yeah, Biggie and Apollo. Wow. And Roman Reigns. I gave okay. both threes. The promo? Ah, see? Or the shit that yes. happened at the end? Uh, the, the Roman promo. Reigns promo. And uh, the Biggie Apollo Cruz match got a three. No, I'm talking about with yep. the Roman. See, the they... Roman promo in the beginning no. or what he did at the end? No, at the beginning. Damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> got him. All right. Guys, it is time for uh, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, uh, NXT's ahead 19 to Raw's 12 to SmackDown 7. Um, let's go with Elio first, and then we'll go with Tony. Uh, Elio, who do you got this week? I have to go NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. Yeah. Okay, uh, Tony? It's exactly how I have it. NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. I have it NXT, uh, SmackDown, and Raw. But uh, for me, SmackDown only got a higher ranking because it was – Fucking gauntlet match that takes <laughs> half the show. I hate gauntlet matches. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, All right, so you know what we? I mean, obviously NXT is taking this one this week. But let's talk more about what ha- uh, about the whole Adam Pierce thing. What do you think are they going with? Where are they going with it? They are. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Wow, mind you. Now, I didn't know much about Adam Pierce. I'm sorry. But I guess he was an NWA champion at one point. Several times. I don't fucking care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what he was or what he did. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything in WWE. I don't fucking care. Okay. He's playing a backstage guy. Yeah. That, come on. Stupid shit like that. But where do you think they're going with it? Roman's going to fucking decimate this guy. <laughs> Unless Kevin Owens helps Adam Pierce win. Wow. Which would not happen. Wow. It better not happen. Imagine. <laughs> they, they, they better uh, not make him a transition champion. You just like uh, have Roman drop it to him. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Um, so, so yeah, NXT is gonna go ahead twenty to twelve to seven. Um, Tony, let's open up the book. Yeah, I think it's time to open up the book. Don't you think? <laughs> oh, before we do that, I want to put something else in the book. Oh boy, what? Yes, I want to put Adam Pierce in the book because Adam Pierce is Batman. Jesus Christ! What? If you notice during that Roman promo, he's like, "Roman, Roman, I don't know what we're doing this, Roman, Roman." Paul, what are we doing Roman. here? I'm Batman. <laughs> Paul, what are we doing here, Paul? Oh my god! Why are we doing this? So Adam Pierce is Batman. You just made the book. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go on with the book. And uh, yes, NXT is up. So what's the score now, Rick? It is 20 to 12 to 7. Okay. All right. Awesome. Good deal. So, uh, all right. The book. Uh, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And uh, actually, we put a lot of them this week. So, <laughs> uh, but it's just a, a way for us to get a good laugh and to try to enjoy uh, whatever we have left of this, because this pandemic uh, looks like it's going away. looks like it's going away. All right, I lied. It's not. Um, not for a while. <laughs> All right, so we ready? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Fuck him. Is, is this a lifer? Yes, it is. You know, you I think, think so? it should be. Yes. You think so? 
All right, you know I think so. I, I can't stand Sam Roberts. I can't either. You know what? I was going to say wait till the next NXT pay-per-view, but I say fuck it. <laughs> let's, just put him, <laughs> let's just put him in anyways. We'll put him in right now. Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. It is a lifer. You know what? We haven't done this in a while, but this, these are the lifetime people that are in the book. Chris Benoit, yes. Taz, New Day's Pancakes, Three Bella's botches, Sam Roberts' chia pet beard. So this is the second time, the second time coming being in the lifer. That's crazy. Ronda Rousey's promo skills. Renee Young is in the lifetime. Why is she in there? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Wow! Holy shit! Shane's damn times eight. What's that about? I don't remember that one either. <laughs> Oh, Shane's damn ego. Oh, damn ego. Um, Well, then that makes sense. Now, this one I have, and it's funny for me, but Matt Riddle's chunklas is in the lifetime. We decided that? His chunklas? (laughs) I don't remember that. I don't either. We might have to. Wow. Somebody. No, it's staying. It's definitely staying. (laughs) Yeah, it's not coming. It's a lifetime. It, it, It can't come out. Wow. AEW fanboys. They um, stay. And of course, now the new one, Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. It's yeah. a lifetime. That is crazy. I did not realize that. Yeah. And that's the first time I read that off since we started doing it. The lifetime. Yeah. Unreal. But if somebody can tell me why and when we put Matt Riddle's chunkless and Renee Young. Renee Young's probably commentary, though. Really? She was terrible. Oh, I think that was her commentary. Yeah. That was oh, Renee Young's shit. commentary. That is crazy. All right, uh, let's let's go. On. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. Now you see, guys. I told you well, that's a life for Tony. <laughs> that's a life for Tony. Is it? Is it? It's a life for. Right. We almost went around. We literally almost went a whole year around. Like elimination chamber is a couple months away. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> Should we wait till the elimination chamber? Then? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a life for. Dang. All right. Coronavirus. Stays. Stays. MVP's older brother suit. Stays. Jericho and Khan demo. Stays. Stays. Drew, uh, Drew's dragon breath. Stays. Roman's chopas. Yo, he, he was making sure he showed that shit on SmackDown. He's like, mm. I was like, God dang. Candace's wings. She hasn't been wearing them. Well, because she has that's part wrestling. of the way now. She hasn't the she way. hasn't made an entrance of her own yet. That's true. So we'll wait All until right. she her next entrance. If she doesn't wear them and her next entrance, we'll take it off. Yeah. Um the Garganos or the Way. Stays. AEW rankings. Stays. Stays. Dominic's turtleneck and chain. He wore a regular sweater this week. And we said if Did he, he was, really Yeah. Damn. And he was normal. So we could we take did, it out. Yeah, we did say we'd take it out. Oh, damn. All right, so let's take it. Oh, damn, I wrote that in pen, so I got to cross it off. <laughs> uh, Carmella's champagne shower. Ooh, that stays. <laughs> and you talk about me with the live more than age-wise. Hey, I'm not going on a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Bronson's, uh, oh, my God. Bronson's little <laughs> lizard. Stays. <laughs> Yeah, no, Angelo. He stays. Is he getting worse? 
It's worse. <laughs> oh. He's here in the show. He's like, fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, he's like, fuck. <laughs> All right, new entrance into the book. Elias's dookie finger. Stays. <laughs> Alicia's fox's hair. Stay. I can't believe I have to say this, but Priest's needle dick. <laughs> and uh, Adam Pierce's Batman. That stays. Man. You guys, you guys do that shit on purpose. So I have to say these fucking things and, and look look like an idiot. But uh, that's okay. That's my, that's my job. It's my job to read that. Yes. Not to look like an idiot, but to read that. So, all right, that's it for the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it for the show. Uh, tune in next week. We'll have some more stuff for you, more updates on the Royal Rumble, more rumors, more everything, more everything next week. Uh, but before we close the show, we will play the five second shuffle. So I just play a random song. I hit the shuffle button and um, between Elio and Rick, uh, they guess who it is. And it's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week. Well, we will provide you with more stuff and more arguments and more whatevers. So with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the gentleman, Elio Canala, and the third wheel, Rick Serrano the third, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Adios! Oh, I love peace and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, we ready? Here we go. Yes, sir. Heavy machinery? Yes. Yes. Heavy machine. Yes. Wow. No, uh, that's a, I think that's the first time we even played Elio, that, right? Yo, come on, Elliot. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Yeah. Razor Ramon. Nick Foley. Elio got it. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Yes. All right, See, here's... it's so close. That 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 shit in the beginning always gets. <laughs> yes, you. you know what? I, I keep forgetting about that because that's it's almost similar to mankind's or yep. Mick Foley's. Wait, is it mankind? Yeah, yep. Mick yep. Foley, right? All right, here's Foley. All right, tiebreaker. Yep. Latino. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> All right, who said it? Because I couldn't hear it. Rick. Oh, Rick got it. Damn. Three to two. We don't we don't own the rights. Yo, how did Elio get last week's, but he didn't get this this Latino heat? That I did. I said it, Guerrero. No, I know you got it, but you didn't get it faster than me. Oh, geez. oh okay. <laughs> Let's go back to the tapes. <laughs> I'm on a delay. <laughs> I can be like Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Oh, on SmackDown. You gonna smack me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just, just without that part. <laughs> <laughs>